What's up, basketball fans? My name is Jason Martin, here with my boy Andy Cordell, and this is 808s and Fast Breaks, a weekly basketball discussion that rarely ends up being about just basketball. Episode thirty-five. <laughs> on a on a wild Sunday, we had to record here, February fifth, the day oh, Kyrie goodness. Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Jesus, capital H Christ! Oh my goodness, that was kind oh, of my, my reaction goodness. too. <laughs> I mean, uh, just for the listeners out there, the reason why we haven't been recording is you know like. Last week, Jason had a little something, something, and then f- this week I caught something, and it, it's just not been great. And so I've been sleeping in crazy, and the first thing that I wake up to is this news, and I was like, okay, it's podcast day, I guess. Has to be done. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, so quick quick rundown of what we're going to talk about here before we just go into the whole 360-degree view of uh, the Kyrie Irving trade here. Of course, like I said, we're going to do that reaction. Then we'll talk through all-star snubs uh, as we did have the all-star reserves for both conferences announced this past Thursday. Um, And then we'll do a little bit of our own all-star draft. We'll pretend that we're both LeBron and Giannis and we'll, we'll pick the, we'll pick our team schoolyard style. And then um, in a couple weeks, we'll see if we were any, anything close to what they actually decided to do. But, uh, Let's uh let's get into it right away here. Let's not waste any time. Uh, Kyrie Irving traded to the Dallas Mavericks from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, details of the trade are as follows: Brooklyn will be receiving Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2027 second round pick, a 2029 first round pick, unprotected, six years away, and a 2029 second round pick. Of course, Dallas will receive Kyrie Irving. And that is it. So let's get the whole picture here. Kyrie Irving is only signed. His contract is expiring at the end of this season. Dallas basically mm. just gave up their second best scorer and their best wing defender in a couple picks for yep. a few months of Kyrie Irving. Uh, I, I saw a couple of things on Twitter that he's not going to discuss an extension until the end of the season because he can maximize his money at that point. Um, but let's just, let's just do it, man. Who, who won the trade? Uh, I hate to go with the obvious answer, but I think Dallas did for Uh, sure. Uh, You know, but like what I will say is, um, I remember shout out to the low post becoming like probably like one of my favorite podcasts ever. I fucking love Zach Lowe, but he was just talking about, uh, he was with somebody that was like a good Dallas insider talking about how Luca is obviously getting slightly frustrated with his high usage rate and how he feels like he can't rely on anybody else to really like, you know, start, start offense really. And, um, the problem that I think this whole deal was, is like Luca's like one of his best friends on the team was Dorian Finney Smith. Uh, he 
doesn't complain about not having the ball. He goes out there and plays crazy defense and locks up the best matchup, right? And he's gotten better at corner threes. Like, this is just kind of like, that's like a Luka-esque player that he wants around him, you know? So trading like one of his not only best friends, but the best wing defender on your team, I kind of question where the perimeter defense is really going to come up because you're you're losing a lot. But Irving is such a fucking savant with the basketball. I feel like the offense could take that step, but I am really worried about their defense. That is just kind of like my whole thing here when I see it. I mean, luckily they still have shooters around. They still have Tim Hardaway and Reggie Bullock, but it's like, Oh, at what cost, you know? Yeah. At what cost? No, I, I, I completely agree. So I was looking at it like they're definitely not shoring up their weakness. They're just they're doubling no. down on their strength, right? Yeah. Right now, yeah, I think for that sure. I'm looking at it. They rank ninth in terms of uh, offensive rating, but uh, 24th in defensive rating. So they're kind of middle of the pack when you average those out, and they've been a middle yeah. of the road team, I'd say. You know, they, they've hovered around 500 for for quite some time right uh, how do you feel about i'll give you kind of like the pro- new projected starting lineup and first couple guys off the bench and you just tell me how you feel about it right yeah it's Kyrie, luca tim hardaway jr dwight powell and christian wood that's probably the starters i imagine for matchups you could take out powell or wood or kind of do that how you want maybe josh green starts a game right right um and then like i said i mentioned josh green uh, you're going to keep Maxi Kleba. Uh, you're going to keep Jaden Hardy, another guard. Right. You're going to keep Reggie Bullock, who also could start, right, depending on right. matchups. I mean, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. Yeah. It's not as it's, thin it's as not it the worst. makes it sound, but I, I will say if they go up against a, a Denver if they go up against like anytime they're playing against Joel Embiid here, anytime, even like Alpern Sengun's probably going to cook this team. Like I know the Houston sucks, but like Sengun yeah. is a really solid post player. Like anytime they have size against them, I kind of worry or like big offensive rebounding presences, even a, like a, a Mason Plumley would cook this team in the, in the post right now. Yeah, even someone like the Lakers, too. I think, like, sure, wing for wing, you know, you got Luka and Braun, but, like, then you got Davis and Thomas Bryant we against no this Dallas team. Though, so that's what, kind of what they're banking yeah, on. Yeah, I right? mean, yeah, that's what they're kind of banking on. It's just... So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of high on Jaden Hardy. I, I like him with the minutes that, like, he gets, but he's not ready to take, like, a step in that direction to be no, like, like the key guy ceiling the this year is, is solid bench player yeah, yeah solid bench player like you know i think someone like him he'll probably need like a year or two to develop to really like take on this role like this is like a this is definitely like there's no other way to say this this is one of the craziest gambles um i think dallas has ever taken uh, I would 100 percent like, agree, but I'll. It, but what, I, and what exactly are they gambling on? I'll kind of give. I'll leave this to you. To we've kind of done all. all I'll talk about all sides of this except for what Kyrie right. is, right? So what exactly, yeah, exactly. Is, are the Dallas Mavericks getting, Andy? It, it, well, I mean, they're getting a, a fucking generational score 
uh, shot creator. Uh, I mean, it's just it's insane what Kyrie can do. We're not questioning what he can do. The real question is, is this man actually going to resign? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know with Kyrie. Like, because it's like, I don't want to say that I can't rely on him, but it's like Dallas was inquiring him, but I don't know if Kyrie wanted to go to Dallas. So, you know, I ha- I did read a tweet a few minutes ago that says from this is from Chris Haynes. Okay. Uh, saying Kyrie Irving is said to be ecstatic about the trade to the Dallas Mavericks and looking forward to joining forces with Luka Doncic. I mean, that that's that is so great. Um such a saying all the right things. Saying all the right things on paper, you know? Like and it sounds fun. I I guess here's like my big looming question, right? Is like we all know because Kyrie is so good with the ball, right? It was kind of finding that balance in Brooklyn. But what we ended up noticing when Brooklyn had these like crazy stretches this season was it was kind of a, hey, you do your thing. I do my thing with Kevin and Kyrie, right? It was kind of a constant switch off, right? It'd be like Kyrie for like, you know, six possessions just cooking. And it's just like, all right, Kev, it's your turn right what does that look like in dallas where luca literally this whole time has had the ball and made every single decision for dallas right like i'm wondering how they balance that out yeah um, i i completely understand what you're saying and the the part that i wonder about is if we start to see possessions where you know for uh, but if there's 100 possessions in a game, you know, 20, 24 of those are probably ending in a Kyrie Irving shot attempt now. So, like, that's probably that's a like uh, that's a good chunk more of the possessions that Luca can not have to worry about being the focal point of their attack, and maybe that means that right. he has a little bit more energy to be a better defender, to focus more on that end, and maybe we start to see that side of it right because he does have good instincts on the defensive end you know with deflections and uh creating run out opportunities for his team but and he will get blocks every now and again like i think people forget that luca has a potential to be a really good post defender if he actually wants to be because he's just huge yeah like six eight like six yeah. nine like yeah. so maybe we start to see that aspect of it too and you there's a guy who can guard you know wing players and and uh bigger guards now as well so that's like that's cool to start to Theor- what theorize is that even a word uh theoretically speaking yeah, yeah, yeah but uh again it's like it's purely hypothetical because we've never seen that except for like short few minute stretches out of luca before on the defensive end then right, there's the whole I- thing with like the other players not luca and Kyrie, right like christian wood has already seemed to be not happy with his role where he wasn't starting originally, and now he doesn't get as much opportunity outside of catch and shoot and the occasional ISO. So, like, there was, it seemed to be like they were going to trade him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that this deadline, and of course, there's still a week or so left, what, five days left. But I don't know, like, he could be on the move. And then you look on the other side, like with the Nets, right? Like, let's kind of look at it from their angle now, too, right? You have their projected lineup is probably now Dinwiddie, um, I don't know if you, you would probably want Joe Harris or 
or Cam Thomas or Seth Curry, any of those guys are going to start alongside Durant uh, and Claxton, right? And you probably have Royce O'Neal in there too. Yeah. So, like, they're a decent team still too. Like, and they have decent depth, right? Watanabe, uh, Dayron Sharp. Like, there's there's some good players still on Brooklyn side too. Like, do you think they're immediately dropping out of this? Like, I think they're the four seed still right now. Uh, two and a half games back from the three seed, four and a half games out from first place and a steep drop to the eighth seed. Like there's six games between them and the Hawks in the eighth spot. Like, do you think that they no, comfortably, I, I, comfortably going to stay where they are? Like, I, I feel more time? really, I, I feel like really good with them probably hovering around the seventh seed dropping like, but once Kevin comes back, because like I think the help, especially with Dorian Finney-Smith, like I I really value him as a wing defender. He's really awesome. Like he 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 can really bolster a defense. So you have that and Nick Claxton, like on the same floor, and then you put Kevin, who's not too shabby on the defensive end either. He's quite lengthy, and the, I feel like what's going to end up happening in Brooklyn there's going to be a lot of funneling. Right. I mean, when you have Nick Claxton just ready to swap anything, I, I you know feel what I'm kind of giggling about right now. What? I completely forgot about Ben Simmons and you haven't mentioned him either. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> complete non factor. Like, a complete, like, I, I genuinely forgot about him. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, damn, he is a really, really good defender, though. Ben is... It, but is I'm he? I'm sorry. Is he still? Uh, I watched him get blown weird. by by guards that he used to lock up. I don't think he has the same lateral quickness with the injuries. Yeah, and yeah, I feel like smaller guards definitely make Ben look silly now. But I think if we if we apply it to all positionalists... You know, it, give them that caveat. But no, I really think uh, Brooklyn's gonna be able to use a lot of funneling, um, and I, I feel like they're gonna be all right. It's really dependent on how long Kevin's going to be out. Really, like if they could, because Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm not saying he's comparable to Kyrie, but Dinwiddie can kind of hold you down a little bit on offense. He was the clear number two option in Dallas. Right, if he's coming and just inserting himself into Brooklyn, I don't know. Hopefully, he's comfortable. He's played there before, right? You know, and so that's kind of the thing is like how quickly can they all immerse together as a team, um, and kind of figure that out, dude. This Dallas thing is just like out of all the teams, that was like the the biggest curveball I've been thrown uh, when I woke up this morning. I was like, what is going on? I'm I'm kind of glad that this is the way it went. Even though I, you know, as a Lakers fan, I'm not even sure that I wanted Kyrie. I just wanted us to do something, right? Um, so I was kind of hoping that we would make a move here, and obviously they they tried to, but the package just may, probably wasn't good enough, you know. And like, there's no reason if you just look at it from like a business sense and a basketball sense, like there's no reason for them to accept a worse offer just to make it more entertaining for the fans, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm kind of glad that it ended up being that probably that this is probably, this is a really good offer, you know, mm-hmm. they got a first round pick. That's probably going to be pretty valuable in 2029. Like who knows if Luke is even a Maverick at that point. 
Right. Um, Kyrie's definitely not going to be playing basketball by 2029. <laughs> so uh, that that's probably a pretty good get. Uh-huh. And yeah, you don't you don't take on Westbrook. You don't you don't get those two Lakers picks, which you probably would have gotten 27 20, and 29. So that, that's that's a loss. But then you know, like Phoenix was said to be making moves for this. The Clippers were said to be making moves for this, and. Like the Clippers didn't have much to offer if they weren't getting George or Kawhi, and they weren't going to offer those guys. So it right. kind of makes sense the way it ended up shaking out, even though it was kind of like unexpected. You know what I mean? Right. But let's look right. at the uh, looking at the like the detriment to the uh, those other teams. Like how down bad are the Lakers now? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh- <laughs> it's, it's pretty going to be pretty bleak now. Like I. I've been saying it for a little while. Like LeBron's gonna hit this scoring record and check out because this team is not very good. I think that's yeah. definitely coming now because he just spent all this energy probably trying to persuade the front office and whoever that this is a good idea and he would be on board for it. Yeah, they try to get it done, and then whatever they're offering isn't good enough. So he's gonna play yeah, like I... probably one or two more games, break this record, and I think the Lakers are gonna be firmly in this like eleven to thirteen spot. You know, yeah, it really sucks. And <laughs> just LeBron's LeBron is such a fucking boomer when it comes to Twitter. Like, as soon as this shit happened and he had the eye emojis, and it's so like, ridiculous. you know, it's so ridiculous. And I feel bad. Uh, because one, I this is just like. Maybe this is like, I don't even know if it's considered a recency bias, but it's like if you give Braun, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis, I'm not saying they're going to win it, but holy shit, like, it would have been a crazy run in LA, in my opinion, because who's going to stop those three? Oh, really? it would have been insane, dude. You just stick, yeah. you stick me, me and you out with them and we'd, we'd win games. We'd win games. Exactly. It's just, it, it's, it's always worked for Braun when you have like a high octane guard like that, like a self-sufficient guard, whether it was D Wade or Kyrie, it's always worked with him because it's like, it's nice for them to kind of go do their own thing and get their own bucket. And then on top of that, you have Davis, who's probably the best big he's played with ever. It's only a matter of time. And then the Braun minutes when he's on the bench, you get Kyrie and AD playing together. I mean, come on. It's like Westbrook and AD 2.0, you know? So it's kind of sucks. I've heard rumors that like Lakers are talking to Utah for trade picks and, you know, stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't really know if anything from Utah is really going to move the needle for the Lakers. Honestly, it's not really sounding. Yeah, I I don't really feel that way. I feel like this was kind of the huge move where it was just like, of course, the whole league was shocked when this news was announced. I also have a feeling that Joe Psy, with the stipulations on the contract regarding, if this is true, right, that it was based on the Brooklyn Nets winning a championship, I think that's a really big fuck you to Kyrie, in my opinion. Because it's like it's hard to win a championship, like you know. I mean, like, that's the point I, of an incentive. I thought. I think I he's thought, honestly. I I think it, I think he's just like a hundred percent in his feelings. If that's the shit that you're gonna get mad about, like it's an incentive. I it's not. I thought like, it he, was like. 
it's no, it's like it's literally an incentive. Like he's gonna get paid thirty million dollars, and he's probably gonna get paid thirty-two million dollars for the season if they win the championship. Like he's being a bitch. That's really what it. Comes oh, down to. okay. I took it very differently. I thought it was no. like, I thought it was like he wasn't gonna make as much money if they didn't win the championship. I mean, yeah, but like, he's still gonna make fucking tens of millions of dollars. The dollars. Like, it's like it, okay. so it's just stupid okay. like okay. he's like and it probably was like a championship it was probably like there were probably a couple tiers to the to the bonuses right so they probably right and then there was there was also like probably like games played and health games played and, shit like yeah um, like Jalen yeah, Brown's yeah, yeah, yeah. deal has stuff like this uh if you make certain like all he gets all NBA team or all-star teams like he just he just hit like last year when he made these couple all-star teams, like I think he hit some and, you know, lock unlocked a different portion of the contract. Like, uh, it's not unordinary. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, the fucking, at least when I was reading the headlines, I thought it was something like, yeah, like there's like going to be like stipulations on the contract and he was just going to lose a big chunk of money if they didn't like win the championship or whatever the no, fuck. No, no. Like, uh, I mean, okay. I'm sure it's a, it's a big chunk of money. Like, objectively but like to him you know as someone who okay. who um to quote Kyrie irving doesn't care about money probably should, wouldn't mm. mean much you know mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah uh well you know what i'm i'm very excited because you know the tread the trade deadline is slowly approaching and for this to be one of the first if not the first move really to kind of jumpstart this I kind of feel like, because I, I feel like we both feel like this, and maybe a lot of NBA fans feel like this, is this season's kind of like really up in the air a little bit. Yeah. Um, It's really hard to measure. I wouldn't say there's like a clear, clear favorite. I mean, you could say Boston, but even Boston has kind of chilled out a little bit throughout, you know, the past couple months here. Yeah. So a lot Milwaukee of things are up like in the air. Milwaukee looks like the best air. team in the league right now. Yeah, and the Milwaukee looks really good. You know, and I'm rooting for Giannis because we both know best player in the world. So uh, I'm I'm just hoping that it that teams kind of swing hard. I would love to see a swing hard trade deadline season. Okay, well, let me you let know. me pitch something to you. Mm. Is there because uh, there's already been reports? I don't know if you've seen this. Phoenix would be uh, interested in making a move should Kevin Durant want out of Brooklyn now. Oh yeah, I mean that was one of his places that he wanted to go to. Remember when he it first was the favorite? Uh, it was either Brooklyn or Phoenix, like in on the Vegas odds. So, if like, do you think that that's back on the table? Do you think it's possible Durant leaves now? Uh, he, he requested a trade less than six months ago. Yeah, that's true. I think I don't think it's out of question, but the question is like with the years that Kevin has left on his deal, what would Phoenix have to give up? Like, would they carve out their whole fucking team for Kevin to go there? Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. And I'm not going to pitch any trades because I don't know what that would be. It'd be a lot of players. But yeah. <laughs> exactly. what I will say is well, there's been a lot of talk about how Rudy Gobert's trade like fucked up the market, right? Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I do think... That in some ways, like, and I know it's like a few month rental. Like, it's basically like you're guaranteed. They're guaranteed. Let's see how many games Dallas has played. Fifty four. They are going to get twenty eight guaranteed games with Kyrie Irving. Probably less because he's yeah. Kyrie Irving. Um, 
But that kind of resets the market, I feel like, a little bit. You know? Mm. Or kind of corrects it a little bit. Like, that's a that's a all-star starter going for a couple role players and one first-round pick. Yeah. You know? And, like, I understand that the contract scenario is, like, a big part of it. But just, like, in general, like, you're just looking at the, like, caliber. I think it's, like, kind of starting to correct, like, where the Toronto has been trying to get three first round picks for OG on Like he's oh, like, he's a, a solid player, but he's like, come on, maybe one, maybe yeah. two. I don't even think two. maybe I think the, two. I think it's like a young guy and a fir- and another first first. Yeah. You know, like I think if, um, if Portland wanted to just pull the trigger and be like shade and sharp in a 2027 first oh. here, like they would, it would be done. I mean, God, I love Shaden, uh, but this is just like Portland bias, right? This is the fan bias. The, this is the hometown thing, yeah. The hometown thing, like I wouldn't do it. But if we're objectively looking at it, if Portland got OG Ananobi in the starting lineup, we it, would be that. That is some. It's fear. what they need, dude. And like, yeah, you think about the timeline too. Like, yeah, start thinking about shit like that. Like, if you actually want Dame to win a championship in Portland, those are the kind of moves you got to make. You, you got to make, I know. And it's always hard because, you know, especially with young players that have a lot of potential and talent, you want to hold on to them. But like, if you're a GM, you got to be smart about it. OG fits Portland's timeline perfectly. Uh, so realistically speaking, yes, like that's probably the best thing to do. I don't know if that's going to reset the market um, in any way. Cause like, I don't know. I just feel like Dude, Dallas has to have the biggest fucking cojones to do something like this. You know what I mean? I mean, it is they, Mark I feel Cuban. It's Mark Cuban. I love Mark Cuban. Um, but you have to go into this 100% thinking that they're going to resign him in the summer. You know? They have like, to be thinking that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, there's no other way. Like, it, if Kyrie walks... If Kyrie walks and says, just, nah, it wasn't for me. I just didn't like playing with Luca. <laughs> Luca's out of there, bro. <laughs> Luca well, okay, is okay. not, it's not. I don't think it's that black and white because even if Kyrie walks, they basically just traded, like, again, like trading Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith sucks, but they basically are, are getting rid of those two guys in a pick that doesn't even matter. It's so far out that to have a max slot to try and sign like I don't know who the top free agents are this summer but you know there's there's got to be someone I'm looking at it right now top yeah. free agents 2023 yeah but I'm I mean like too, I'm too. you're gonna have a shot at James Harden you're gonna have a shot at uh Fred Van Vliet Chris Middleton Draymond Green Chris Hops Porzingis again maybe <laughs> Ugh. Kyle Kuzma like there's some relatively decent players coming up yeah, yeah. I I don't know the fits with a lot of these. Players. I mean, James I mean, would be yeah, really okay, fun to watch could, with. But Luka, they can sign like, some. They can sign some good players. Like even if it doesn't can, work they out, can. they'll have space to make up the team. Yeah. But all right, let's let's kind of uh let let let's move on from from Kyrie and uh, the trade talk. But overall, like all right, let's let's before we move on, if you had to real quick grade the trade from the Dallas Mavericks side. From the Dallas Mavericks side, I'd say B plus. Yeah, B plus. I'd give it. I'd, you know? I'd give it a B. Yeah, I feel like From the it's Brooklyn right side? there. From the Brooklyn side, honestly, 
honestly, I'd say probably B plus too. I think this is a B plus on both sides. I, I I'd give it like a A minus from Brooklyn side. An a minus. I think they actually got some good pieces. Me too. Me too. I think if Kevin's all in, like he's got he's got some dogs next to him because yeah. I don't think anybody questions that Dorian Finney Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie are like. But yeah, I, I think they yeah. they maintain the flexibility too. Like they, they could trade mm-hmm. Kevin and go the other direction. And if your best player is Spencer Dinwiddie, then oh. you're heading the right direction if that's the way you want to be mm. going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny um, because Dinwiddie just left Brooklyn. I know, dude. He just is he's circling. He's circling, and he was avoiding that situation in the first place. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So funny. Um, oh man! All right, let's uh, let's move on to the All Star snub conversation that has kind of dominated oh, yeah. NBA talk before the Kyrie news. So we oh, yeah, uh, the yeah, NBA yeah. the All Star reserves were announced. Um, oh, yeah. let's see. In the Western Conference, it was Shea Gilgis Alexander, Damian Lillard, John Morant, Paul George, uh, Laurie Markkinen, Demontis Sabonis, and Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, where we yep. had. All of those right, except for Jaron Jackson, where we put AD instead, which I think, it, I mean, I know you've got like the biggest, biggest boner for Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, absolutely. I think even yeah. you could admit that this was a big yeah, no. stretch. No, no, no. I was actually super surprised when Jaron Jackson Jr. made it because I was like, huh. Like, I know they both missed similar games, but if I had to choose one player, I love Jared Jackson. I'm taking AD every fucking day. I know. Like, like if you even you factor in the games played, but and everyone's like, well, Jared yeah. Jackson was playing like a defensive player of the year. And then you just think you can counter and be like, well, AD was playing like an MVP. <laughs> yeah, he was playing like the clear front runner for MVP for those games. It was crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a big snub. Um, other big snubs in the West, I got to give a shout to uh, De'Aaron Fox and Anthony Edwards, who we kind of mentioned when we were doing our our uh, pod about this some time ago. But yeah, it is what it is, man. They're young; they'll be all stars probably next year. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, any other snubs in the West that you wanted to mention? Did you say Edwards already? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, I mean, maybe De'Aaron, maybe just, De'Aaron, maybe Booker. Said. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, okay. The, yeah, like Booker, yeah, maybe. That's like we, no one Booker, we already didn't bring like, up. Right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody episode. that we already like. I mean, honestly, the West. It's more of the East that yeah, I'm. So kind let, of let's like do the East. By. Let's do the East. In yeah. the East, it was Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, Demar Derozan, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Halliburton, Drew Holiday, and Julius Randle. Yeah, where we had Bam, we had Jalen yeah. Brown, we had Joel yeah. Embiid, and we had yeah. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, we did not have Demar Derozan. No, we had Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Um, and then I, we didn't have Drew Holiday. We did Trey Young. Yeah. And then I don't think we had Randall. And I'm blanking. No, 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 no. I was the one that was advocating for Randall, but then we, so we ended up we having Randall replaced him. No, we replaced him with somebody. Did that with Do Bam? We not? With I remember Bam. our conversation. Yeah. We were down to Randall and Bam. So we had. Yeah. Oh man, this is this. Uh, I can't remember the last guy right now. 
do we have? Who do we have? Oh, this is tough. <laughs> oh man, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh well. Biggest yeah. biggest snub here. Oh, did we Number have James one Harden? Number one Yeah, James Harden. James Harden. And there we go. That's the, yeah, that's the that first the one we should talk about. We had, we had James Harden, yeah. who's the biggest snub overall, I think. He's a 10-time yeah, running your all-star. Yeah. Trey Young. I mean, I, I understand the coach is not putting Trey Young in there, but and I understand Drew Holiday. Mm. But, yeah, I would have. I probably think I would have had uh, – I would have put Harden over uh, – Holiday, I would have put Trey Young over DeRozan, and I would have put uh, Pascal over Randall. Although Randall, I understand yeah. all the picks from a coach's perspective, would not have been. Yep, right. yep, yep. Definitely think Pascal should have at least been. I, I don't understand why he's not a reserve. Uh, I guess some other ones like it's kind of hard because like I don't know the East is kind of deep, but damn, I wish maybe Jalen Brunson could have made it. Um, yeah, Jalen Brunson's life, a good pick. Life. He's playing his life out right now, um, and yeah, that's it's kind of it's kind of how I feel about the whole thing, you know. Yeah, Everybody I else, I'm like, could, eh. I think you make the argument for Jimmy Butler if you wanted to, but that the games played thing, right? Yep, yep. Um, no, no, Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma love. <laughs> Kuz control, Kuz control. <laughs> no, uh, no Lamelo Ball love, even with the shitty record. Oh, man, if he if if he played some more games, God, it's just God his ankles, man. Just protect your ankles, man. Yeah, glass, dude. dude. It sucks. All right, uh, let's uh, let's do our let's do the the fun part here. Um, we are going to draft the All Star teams, just like uh, LeBron and uh, Giannis are going to do. Would you like to be Team LeBron or Team Giannis? Mm hmm. Uh, I'll be Team Giannis. I'll go second. Okay. International flavor, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm taking the first pick then because you know LeBron's getting the first pick. Yep. Seniority. So um, I got the board pulled up here. And I think with the first pick in the 2023 All-Star Draft, I'm going to take Steph Curry. We're going to ignore injuries for this, by the way. I know Seth Curry got hurt yesterday, but mm. we're, we're going to ignore all the injuries. We're just picking these 24 guys. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, you're going to take Steph Curry? All right, then I'm taking Kevin Durant. Okay. I will take uh I'll take Luca. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I was going right there. Okay, I'll here, take Nikola Jokic. I gotta, I gotta write my team out here. Yeah, okay, me too. Me too. Give me a second. Let me pull up my notes here. I got Lebr- I, I took notes. I took Curry. And then I took okay. Luca. And you took Durant, right? Yes. Alright, yeah, you take with your second pick. Okay. So wait one second. I took Kevin. Okay, so for my second pick, I'm taking Nikola Jokic. Ooh, I like it. Uh, I'm gonna go Embiid. Damn it. Um, I'm gonna take Tatum. Okay, now we're now it's kind of getting a little spicy. 
Yeah, it's getting spicy. I got to go box office. I got to go jaw. Ah. Is that who you were going for? Yeah, I was going to go for jaw. Okay, so you took Embiid. Okay. 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 Okay, honestly, I haven't taken a guard yet, so I'm going to take Donovan. Donovan Mitchell, huh? Mm-hmm. I got to say, I'm a little surprised. Surprised that he's still on the board, so I think I'm going to have to take him. I know who you're taking. Dame. Oh, you're taking Dame? Oh, that's you think a good I was going one. Shea? No, I thought you were going to take Zion. Oh, no, no, no. All right. Yeah, for me, I'm going to take Shea. Okay. Um, give me, give me Bam. God damn it. God damn it, LeBron. Need some defense. Yep, 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 right there. Uh, okay. Uh... Oh, man, this is tough. This is tough. This is where things get interesting. Um, it definitely I'm is interesting because pro- you kind of got to start going like the bigger players, less exciting, like, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess I will take Zion here. Okay. Um, I will say too, just as I'm noticing this, uh, with Curry with the knee injury, De'Aaron Fox probably going get, to get announced as his replacement, and uh, if Zion doesn't come back, and Edwards will probably be his replacement, so that could be cool if they yeah. can still both get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Kind of need some more wing players. I'm gonna go Jalen Brown. God damn it! I wanted to keep the Boston brothers together. Uh, we to gotta have the fun of being against each other. Yeah, I know. It is fun. Um I am going to I'm gonna draft Paul George. Okay. Paul George, huh? Mm. My man. You know what's funny? Mm. There's quite a few of uh, your fantasy players on here. Are there now? Well, you mean you have Jaron Jackson, right? No. No, I thought you did. Maybe the last no. year you had him. So as I say, there's yeah, Tyrese last... on here. There's Bam. Yup, yup, yup. Um, Tyrese right, and see. Bam. Let's see. Curry taken, Lucas taken. The whole left side of this the infographic that I'm looking at, I think it's taken, aside from DeRozan. Exact. Oh, we're looking at the same infographic. Yep. Okay, good, yep. good. And yeah, then on the right side, all we have is Tyrese Halliburton, Drew Holiday, Jaron Jackson, Julius Randle, Markinen, and Savonis. Yeah, Markinen's still on the table. I think... Hmm. God, this is fucking tough. Yeah, this is really hard. This is really hard. Give me Drew Holiday. 
Perfect. I will be taking Halliburton. I figured. Yep. All right. Um, I'll take DeRozan. Okay. Give me DeMontis. Sabonis. And I'll take Randall. Randall. Okay. Who does that leave me with? I think that leaves you with a uh, Lori or Jaron Jackson here at this point. Yeah, I think those are the only ones that haven't been taken. There should be three players left, though. Okay. I know. Are we missing somebody? No, no. It's because LeBron and Giannis. So we're gonna we're gonna draft eleven each. So there should be three players left. Okay. Um. Give me Lori. Dude, are we forgetting someone? I swear to God we are. That's what I'm feeling too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, because I'm going to pick Jaron Jackson right now, and that should leave you with someone. I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it too. Did you draft Julius? Oh my god. What? I'll take Kyrie. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. We only talked about him for the first 30 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. No. With the last pick in my all-star pick. draft, I'll take Kyrie. Dude, what a fucking steal. Okay. That does that mean I get Jerry JJJ? Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. I can't believe you talked that's about steal, this man dude. for that's like a steal. Dude, that's a fucking steal for the last and, pick uh, of the draft. That's crazy. I'm not trying to be rude, man, but I'm looking at our teams and my team would crush yours. I don't know, man. I have LeBron, Curry, Luca, and Embiid. But I have Giannis, Kevin, Nikola Jokic, and Tatum. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter which side you do that on. Dude. It's, gonna be crazy either way. <laughs> it's fucked this year. It's going to be a good game this year. Yeah, Damn, it's, it's nice. So we'll see. We'll see if it's going to be any closer. Okay, real talk though. I do think LeBron's going to try and pick like Kyrie really early. Probably pick Luca really early. Like I think he's going to go younger too. Like he's probably going to try and get Jaw. I think he's going to try and get uh, Halliburton. I think so. And I think Giannis will probably try and get a lot more of the international guys quicker. Yeah. Like, I think Giannis' yeah. first pick will be Jokic. Giannis and Jokic on the floor sounds like or a nightmare. Or Giannis and Embiid oh, yeah. would be or cool. Embiid. Yeah, I mean, he might see the scoring title and just being like, well, I mean, Embiid's basically averaging 33-34. Like, yeah. In either case, I think, I think this All-Star game is going to be fun. I think there's going to be a lot of... Um, celebration obviously because lebron's gonna break the scoring record you know before this happens you know it's gonna be you know it's gonna be a whole thing and everybody's gonna be happy so yeah it'll it'll be a fun time it'll be a fun time all-star break all right well i think uh i think that'll do it for us episode 35 in the books craig irving is a dallas maverick Uh -uh. and uh yeah crazy times man this yeah. was fun. Anything else uh, you need to say before we, we get on out of here? Nah, nah, we chillin'. We chillin'. All right. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, peace. Peace.